Whoops. Oh, whoa. <laughs> that was a really very... D- Derek, okay. we're in 10 games. We're better than this. How unprofessional was that? You scraped the mic last time. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was two times ago, actually. I can't We count. never you called can, it a professional. You, so. you know this. Anyway, we're back. Uh... I just want. I kind of want to get this out of the way because I I don't understand it. I'm not sure if you read about it, but I can't read. Basically, well, true, but uh, basically, Nintendo like teamed up with. I have the article up. Um, oh, here they go. They teamed up with this printer people. Uh, is it Fuji? Oh no. Um. So okay, so they turn your Nintendo Switch screenshots into Polaroids with new Fuji film printer. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Go on. Okay. So, like, it's basically a small printer that connects to the Switch so you can print out your screenshots on Polaroids. What? Yeah, so... um, And there's a one that's kind of more Nintendo-oriented, but uh, oriented. apparently... Whatever. Apparently, there's another version, Instama- uh, Instax Mini Link, which is identical to the one currently available to re- retailers just without any special Nintendo or Pokemon branding. And then there's an, a free app so you can connect it to your Switch to your Polaroid printing machine. I don't. Who I don't cares? Know how I feel about that because I feel like that could be really cool if there was more drawing stuff, you know? Well, no, they're just doing it to coincide with Pokemon Snap. But, like, who... I'm not trying to insult anyone who's listening, but if someone could kind of explain to me, or us, the value in printing those pictures, like a Polaroid. I mean, just sheer enjoyment. I think it's a neat idea. It's not my cup of tea. I think it's a neat idea, though. No, it's an interesting idea, but like, so just to put it in perspective, like there's there's games like um, Horizon Zero Dawn have an insane photo mode, right? But like the most when it comes to photo mode, I think Mario Odyssey has it, and it's not like the best in the world. When it, like if there are games that had a really intense photo mode, I could see the appeal, but I don't even know if Pokemon Snap has. I actually know we, we've seen trailers for it. It doesn't have like. The most intense editing for for photo modes. So I mean, you don't need you don't need it depending on how on how you enjoy the game. Like even with, and does this Polaroid work with other games too? I think it. I mean, well, yeah, it works with other. It, it works with the Switch. So you take a screenshot with the button on the Switch, and then it prints it out. Well, I mean, like it, it you know connects it to the the Switch, and you pick what screenshots you have. Right. But like. I mean, I mean, the good news is that this works. Like, like this printing machine isn't just meant for the Switch. I mean, there's Pokemon slash Nintendo related um, printers that they make where, like, it's just kind of like the color scheme, but it doesn't specifically work just for the Switch. But I guess the whole point of it is a hundred dollar mini Polaroid printer for your phone to print out photos into Polaroid mode. Which I understand the appeal for that. But it's not for, like, video games. I don't know, man. Like, 
12 year old me would have dug that because I remember me and my brother used to take a lot of pictures in like melee and stuff like that. And we would play, we would take a lot of like Smash pictures that we thought that were just hilarious. And that Smash was like really the only, like one of the few games that could screenshot. Oh, actually, no, I guess other games could screenshot too. It was a game, it was just a GameCube feature, if I recall, hitting the Z button, I mean, screenshot, I, pause. I was depending really on taking game. pictures in Monster Hunter, but only when I'm playing with pencil. And he's getting rocked, and then I just like photograph the moment. Like, you, really also funny. Did, you also did that when I, when we were playing. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do it with any friend. But I mean, I need to take pictures of all the monsters. But I like to wait until everyone's in battle, and then I scurry back and just kind of look for the right angle, get the good lighting, you know, get the, the important shot. And I like to. It'd be funny to surprise my friends with like a a, a photo album of Polaroids. Like this is the time when we lost to. To Magnamala because somebody wasn't helping. If you did that for his birthday, I think that we would forgive you. <laughs> and I say we collectively. It's only been you two so far. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> uh, like I- I'm glad they teamed up. I guess like uh, I-, I I don't know the value in how many people are going to use their screenshots for Polaroids. I mean, it's a neat idea, and it, it really depends on the aesthetics of the games out there, like how diehard some people are, you know? I think it, I personally think it's a neat idea, and you also have to remember, you know, the younger audience that it probably appeals to. It probably wouldn't appeal to someone like you. I mean, to try yeah, to make you happy is awesome. audience, They also have a $100 Polaroid machine? I mean, honestly, depending on the parents, they might spend it. or the Or, you know... An older I have brother to or beg my dad to buy me like the three hundred dollar dual disc like replica for your arm, right? I but like, wait, you had one of those? I did when I was a child. Yeah. Why did we never play Dual Monsters with that? I don't remember. I don't know why. I I, 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 I literally talked about like wanting to build one because my parents wouldn't buy one of those. And uh, you could have rubbed I, it in my face this entire time. Uh, I played with my brother primarily. He played? But it was also very heavy, and it was very uncomfortable. Your, your brother played Dual Monsters? Yeah. He seems he also like cheated too. person to like get mad and eat the card, dude. No, he cheated. Know. He just cheated. He just... <laughs> he, we, he cheated by just, like, misread... Or, like, by conveying the rules in, in an alternate way. Like, he used Fusion Gate, where, like, you can fuse someone a monster, you have the fusion materials, but he'd do it from the deck. Because he made it imply that, like, you could do it from anywhere. And it pissed me off. Imagine just, like, like not having the material and he just summons Thousand Eyes Restrict. You know how not fun that is? I hated that guy. That sounds sounds awful. I mean, my brother and I, you know, we enjoy the rules and we played the game through the rules. But me and him also had days where we decided, hey, let's play by the show rules. So no rules. Bingo. <laughs> so no rule, yeah. You know, I play Summon Skull. Did he sacrifice anything? Yugi didn't sacrifice in this episode. Anyway, this episode goes to my brother who cheated in Yu-Gi-Oh. No, seriously, he seems like the type of person to get angry and just like eat the card or like bite your heart. <laughs> eat the card. Um, I don't. Now he never got upset over over. Well, of course over, not. He cheated. Well, yeah. to get upset about when you cheat and win every game. When you lose as a cheater, <laughs> that's even more upsetting than being caught. Like I cheated and still lost. Oh, so, uh, so a little more more Pokemon Snap news. Apparently, 
uh, this wasn't the first time they've tried rebooting the series. Yeah, I, I actually read that they were trying to re- they've tried to reboot the series several times in the past. They, I, if I recall, the article didn't actually mention how they tried to reboot it, though, right? Or when? Um. Well, it's not about when. It's more like like the ta- the era. Like they had ideas for the 3ds and the Wii U because both of them had a well, the 3ds had AR tech in it, and the Wii U just had the Fisher Price gamepad. Horrible, horrible thing. Um, I think that we've been great. Look, hold on, hold on. I, I want to get something somebody. What? This might be a bad take, but well, two things. One, yes, the Wii U was a necessary failure, but like while the gamepad was flawed in many ways it was still really cool that you it was the first time you could use it to take a dump and play games why would that be a bad take because like that's why any person yeah, buys the switch i mean but it was also cool that like like you i mean like i don't know that i could play game like something i did just want to lay in my bed and play also that wasn't the first time that you could do that because you there's this thing called the game boy no, we're talking about like console level games. Are you trying to tell me uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeons on the Nintendo 3DS is not console level? No, it's no games on the 3DS. But I, I mean, I would argue the Smash Smash now. Four on the 3DS was a console level game. The 3DS is a console now. It's it is a handheld console. Okay. Therefore, it would be a console level game. No, it's no. You're just trying to irk me. <laughs> I, I I truly do get what you mean. I, I I truly do get what you mean. But uh, I mean, it it was like you said, it was a necessary failure for that to happen. I I truly do think that Pokemon Snap would have been done great on the 3DS though. It probably didn't have the fan base for it at the time. Because, you know, society uh, goes into this weird thing where for a long time they say, like, oh, this old stuff is, is, you know, not cool. And then all of a sudden, like, 20, 30 years passes by and it's like, yo, let's go back to this. I don't know why we stopped. Uh, I disagree because the – when the 3DS first came out, it was – it disagree it, with it, why? I made, like, three points. It, what? Wait, disagree with what? I made – I, I switched I, I disagree with, the, with, your, with your notion about, like, like it, the, the 3DS basically not being popular enough. No, no, I said I meant Polaroids not being popular. Oh, uh, pol- uh, Polaroids. Oh, okay, I was gonna say because the 3DS, like the, the first year was, was terrible. I was, it was o- overpriced, but they once they slashed the price and had good gains for it, it was awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say that thing really boomed later on in the life cycle. No, I was talking about Polaroids in general. Because I was, I remember like in college, it suddenly started becoming a thing again. Man, I, I know we've complained a lot on the show about how little they they do with. Um, aesthetics for the Switch and the console, it's like in the and the and the and the dock itself, like you know how much we want to see more, you know, uh, other games. Monster Hunter ones, yes, yeah, yeah. The 3DS had that down. Oh <laughs> my god, 3DS. <laughs> they had, they had the that. cool. They had the absolute best, best like ver, uh, co- um, what's the word? Um, sk- I guess skins. You know, I actually made my brother's 3DS one. Right, with right. vinyls. That that was really cool. I remember I bought I uh I went to Etsy and I bought like different like stencil or like different like stencil outlines of uh certain things for it. And like I bought like a vinyl or yeah, I bought like a vinyl Navi or two a vinyl. I bought two vinyl fairies. I bought uh 
like a vinyl Wind Waker orb and stuff like that, and then some some uh, Zelda themed decorations to border it. Pretty cool. I'm a yeah. good brother. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but. Uh, yeah, so they attempted a couple times in the past, and apparently the Switch is the perfect time to create a new version, which just translates to the Switch is selling really well. We want a Pokemon Snap on it. Yeah. Because I don't think Great you idea. have to use... Well, I, say, I don't think you can't use the camera feature. I'm like, well, there's no camera on the Switch. So, you know, there's that. I really hope they don't add a, uh, a camera to the Switch Pro. In fact, I, I, like, I don't know anyone who actually used the camera on the 3DS. That thing was terrible. That was like ten pixels. But what if they made a good one, like an iPhone, like a great camera? They won't because that costs way too much money. I agree. And for and for like you get you get nothing out of it. There's only like two games that could u- utilize that: Fatal Frame, which is kind of more cultural than actually selling well, and Pokemon Snap, which we don't actually. I mean. I actually, I don't know. All I'm saying is that don't do it, Nintendo. Please, please don't, don't do it, Reggie. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it needs a switch to be. Or it needs a switch. I don't think it needs a camera to be honest. But again, going back to like the whole base of this thing, I wait. Didn't we change topics from from the Polaroid to something else? And now we're back on the Polaroid. No, we're not talking about Polaroids anymore. So yeah, we're not talking about Polaroids anymore. No, if you're listening, we're talking about Pokemon Snap being uh, attempted multiple different times, and then oh, like that's a- right, that's that's what we changed it to. That's what we changed it to. I, I somehow thought that we got back to that for a second there, and I got very confused. Nope, but I got Anywho. something else before uh, before you want to speak, speak about your stuff because it kind of all ties together. It's all Pokemon related. Yeah, mine was Pokemon related too, so we're probably oh, okay. the same thing right now. Uh, are we, are we talking about uh, we're talking about the new editions with the with the, with the cards in the UK and uh, and, and, and America and uh, new edition. No, I'll talk about the signed card by the the co- uh, company's president. Oh, I had that too. So let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. Oh, yeah. How, how much did it sell for, Derek? Tell me. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. What? Is, <laughs> nearly, not exactly. Oh, uh, no, whatever. Nearly two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's two hundred forty-seven thousand two hundred thirty. That like that's surreal to me. Is it surreal that a that a LeBron James 2003 exquisite rookie patch card sold for 1.72 million? <laughs> but that's not more interested in here. In the same auction. Um, was that in the same auction? Yeah, same one. Or no, sorry, recently held in April. Sorry, that? recently held in April. Oh wait, yeah, same one then. That was ours. That was, that was, and, that was. and then you walk home and it's raining and then it just gets wet. <laughs> no, dude, those things are sealed. So how how do you feel about that? How do you feel about cards like running for those insane prices? I'm conflicted. I, I started collecting fig pins, which I thoroughly enjoy. And if you happen to catch any of the two fig pin reviews I did on Amazon, then kudos to you. But <laughs> um like collecting's fun. And if you're if you have that much money to throw around, and uh, you it's not going to hurt you financially, go for it. If that really brings you joy in life. All the power to you, dude. You know, like if, you, if you're struggling though, I'd be like, dude, bad idea, don't do it. But since I, I can't imagine if you're willing to pay two hundred forty-seven thousand two hundred thirty dollars, then you know, like whatever works for you. 
Yeah. I think it's really cool. Uh, I, I, I personally, I think it's really cool that certain things can just like bring this kind of value, and like it, it's it becomes mon- it becomes more than sentimental value. It becomes like monetary value. I think that's really cool. Like literally, this is just a gimmick card of the president or something like that, if I recall. And this yeah, I'm looking at it now. Was signed by the president of the company, and. <laughs> I love its ability. Oh, yeah. 60 coins for each head. Take a present. You can't use more than one GX attack in a game. Yep. It's just it's just such a silly card. And he's holding a little Rotom with him, too, because he's a good guy and he's shielding the Rotom. But what's his favorite, favorite, uh, favorite Pokemon? He's considered an Ultra Beast. That's also funny. Probably Rotom. He's got Rotom in his hand right there. So yeah, no, I, like something, something like commemorative and like something literally just commemorative and like, oh, hey, they, they gave these cards out to the employees, I think it said in the article. They gave them out to oh, the really? employees of the company for uh, for celebrating the 60th anniversary or 60th birthday. Huh. Yeah. So it's here, Exeggutor is his favorite Pokemon. Interesting. That he used it all throughout and the debugging and testing of Pokemon, red and green. Interesting. So, so yeah, it literally propped up that kind of value and... Other time, the only other times where sales, uh, according to the article, all the only other times the sales have been higher, have been uh, have been Charizards that have sold for over three hundred thousand, and apparently a rare Blastoise that sold for three hundred and sixty thousand. Which I'm really curious to see what that was. Maybe it was a misprint because sometimes misprints can be worth a lot of money, depending. Here's an also interesting fact. Apparently, there's a hidden Easter egg in red and green. Where the rival's name is Ishihara as soon as the game turns on. However, this name does not appear on the default names list and is overwritten as soon as the player has a chance to choose a name. So kind of like a, a placeholder name. I'm gonna take a look at that. I I own the original copy. I'm gonna see if I can do that. No, no. I, what, what it's implying here is that the code basic, the code's name. Oh. So like it, because it needs to fall back onto a name. You can't have an unknown name. So if it falls back to the, the if it has to fall back because of any kind of glitch or anything, it goes to Ishihara. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you have to oh. actually dig into the game to figure that out. But it's still, you know, it's still a little, little interesting. That is really cool, actually. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that I, I personally think that is really crazy, but also really cool that things like this can hold that kind of value and that can get that kind of uh, popularity. Can you imagine getting this and then be like, what do you mean I can't use it competitively? That's the whole point. Like, why'd I buy it then? I have 60 quarters. What does it do with these? I brought so much change with you. You have any idea how many dollars I had to go through for this? <laughs> like, that's like, uh, 40. I don't want to do the math right now, but that's a, that's a, it's like $13. What? Oh, that's a lot of money. That's not $13. And ki- then why did you say that? It's uh what fifteen? Yeah, it's fifteen dollars in quarters. All right, well, that's enough Pokemon. What do you got? That's enough Pokemon. What do you mean that's enough? Po- We're not done with Pokemon yet, dude. Oh, uh, you got more. Okay. I'll yeah, there. there's still more Pokemon in there. Remember, remember that whole uh, scalping incident uh, many months ago? It feels like God. It feels like forever ago, ever since COVID. But uh, many months ago, uh, with the Happy Meals and the yeah. Pokemon cards. And by yeah. many months ago, what was it? Realistic, like two months ago. I don't know. All I know is that I my 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 girlfriend's kids somehow got their hands on one, and they had like a shiny Froakie, 
and like, hey, you want one of these? And they're like, I'm like, yeah, let me just take this one. And they're like, oh no, you can have the frog. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, you can have the. Uh, yeah, you got Fennekin. Yeah, I got. I was like, oh, yeah, Fennekin. I remember. I like <laughs> Fennekin, like, and you hate Fennekin. It's not that I don't like Fennekin. It's just it was shiny. There was value to it. I'm like, I'll take. You're the You're literally gonna take the shiny Froki from from the kids. These kids put ketchup on their face. They don't know the value. Oh, dude, that's just so wrong. <laughs> so, not for my wallet. That's just so wrong. They don't even, they don't even play with the cards. Uh, so if you had a kid, right, and he opened a Pokemon pack, and you knew this card had like a $500 value, $500, let's say, and the kid's like, I want to keep this one. You can have this other one. My friend j- had his or got his daughter one of those. Yeah, I know. And, I know the story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he and he gave up on the three thousand dollars he could have sold that pack for to let his daughter open it because she was so excited to open it. She's wrong. She'll be she'll forget about it the next day versus that three thousand dollars last you a lifetime. Nah, he was a good dad right there, man. It's it, painful, but he was a good dad at that moment. Either, either way, clearly morals don't line up here. <laughs> no, no, well, I'm just saying three thousand dollars. I would have I would have gone my daughter or son. I don't know, another Happy Meal or something can take their mind off of it. Uh, so they're doing. So they're going to be doing this again. It's, it looks like in the near future they're going to be doing really? this in late May. Uh, as, as far as I'm aware, I don't know if it's just the UK or not. This article is only mentioning the UK, but it's also only mentioning the UK because uh, UK McDonald's are going to be putting a policy in where you limit one Happy Meal per customer. Yeah, but what if you buy it and then you walk out of the store and you come back and you buy another. Also, what if you have two kids? Let's see. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking farther into this right now, but I, but they're talking about limiting. Uh, they were talking about limiting it to, to uh, one customer or limiting it within reason. So if you have two kids and you're, and you hear two kids screaming in the back, you can probably get away like, Hey, two kids. But if, but if one person goes up there, and like ask for ten, they're not going to allow that. And I was like, "Sorry, Timmy, only one per customer. <laughs> like, you're not getting it." <laughs> so they're so it looks like they're going to be trying to to uh, take care of this stuff so that scalpers can't be so it won't be easier for scalpers to get this to get their hands on it. So it looks like they're making it difficult. If they're making it difficult for it for them, which. I'm I'm for that, you know. I'm I'm for that to a degree. Like, you know what? If the company wants to make it difficult for them, go for it. By all means, go for it. But also, the issue was, you know, employees because there there were several boxes that were just sold on Amazon because employees got their hands on it and just like threw it in their car, and people I, were like, "It's chocolate stealing. milk in this happy meal." But yeah. Uh, McDonald's is preparing to restrict purchases of additional toys to ensure the stock levels are maintained as best as possible. We've been passed an internal memo and it makes it clear that customers will be limited to purchasing one additional toy beyond their Happy Meal allocation, though there doesn't appear to be any limit on buying meals themselves. So to get the toy, you have to you can you're only allowed two then essentially. Again, if you have three kids or something like that, well then. Either either mom's gonna have to go, then dad's gonna have to go, or or you know it'll just be like, hey, we have three kids in the car, can we get three toys? It'll probably no. have something like that. But it looks like that that if one person wants to go in, like if you want to go in and get your hands on a shiny froki, 
you have to you would have to ask for a happy meal, ask for the toy, and then ask for an additional toy. If you wanted two, because you're limited to two. But you also have to buy two happy meals, probably. I would assume you had to buy two happy meals. Look, I just want a happy meal, okay? I want I want the Muppets and I want I want a happy meal. Why do you want the Muppets? They're cool. Big bird, he's a bro. There's so many wrong things with that that I don't even want to I don't even want to open that can of worms up. We're not even going to start with that. So, you think America is going to if if America uh, opens up and not opens up, sorry. If America does the promotion as well, they're going to follow through in the UK's uh footsteps with this. Uh, they're probably, they're probably seeing how it's going to go first, you know, in, in the UK. And do you think they should do this? I mean, it was such a problem before, especially if their employees are are, you know, behind the problem as well. But or they could have just not had more Pokemon cards, unless they really saw how much value there was. And it well, it's like to them, they don't care how many. Theoretically, they wouldn't care how many a customer buys. You could buy twenty; they're still making a profit. But people were complaining that they like. Was the target was the was the Democrat complaining people who wanted the Pokemon cards or people who want Happy Meals? Like, were they running out of Happy Meals or were they just no? Running they were out? running out of Pokemon cards for the Happy Meals. So then, like, the, the problem is really just scalping, not not people needing wanting Pokemon cards. So what do they care? But who cares? McDonald's? Yeah, like I mean, like, let's just say instead of let's say no one scalped it, but in the sense of like like. Employees taking it to the back room. However, let's just say there's a lot of people who bought like ten Happy Meals to McDonald's. They 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 got the profit. They sold the ten Happy Meals. You know, right? I feel, but I feel like that's one of those moral things where where hey, this isn't right. And not to mention, I don't, I don't, it's see, like they sell they sell ten Happy Meals, but they're visibly watching like people on YouTube like just dispose of all the food and stuff like that and throw it out. See, I don't feel – see, companies aren't really – not to sound – I don't know what the word is, but, like, some companies just – I'm not sure about McDonald's, like, don't really care about the, the moral part and just care about the profit. But I don't know enough about McDonald's to, to, to say that. Like, if it was uh, – uh, I, see, I can't think of uh, any controversy with McDonald's. Like, I can think of it with Chick-fil-A. I can think of it for Burger King. I mean, McDonald's had that lawsuit on them that – forced everyone's coffee to be like to to not be as hot yeah but that was really messed up on mcdonald's and they they were they were i mean like if you if you watch documentaries on that situation like they i, I would argue it's mo- it was on them like the grant the, the woman suffered intense burns it was in the hot was hospitalized for like two weeks great yeah which involves the, the 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 heat of it but like they they blew it out of proportion they they hired their own lobbyists. They they did everything to 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 make her in the wrong. So controversy, no? Well, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's <laughs> controversy. I, I'm just saying, like the the line between good and evil is is very gray when it comes to corporations. I don't. Uh, I feel like really this is one of those things man. where it depends on person to person. Uh, like you know what? Maybe some companies. Wouldn't have to carry how their product is being used so long as it was so long as it was being bought. 
this is something that, you know, personally shows me or gives me a little bit more faith in humanity to see where it's like, hey, we know that you're just disposing our food. We know that you're literally like ruining it for kids out there, grown adults, ruining it for kids and caring about yourselves and not about the kids. So, you know what? Screw you. We're going to make this a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know personally I think that's uh I think that's a good thing I like to see that I personally think that that they're that this is a good start for handling it because I not only are they attend are they attending to the problem but they're also they're also uh, it's not the government that's forcing it right well yeah I mean I get that I mean they're making their choice on their own exactly but the, didn't didn't the UK government want to get involved. I don't or know. that, or was that a different situation? Oh no, I'm thinking. Uh, no, I'm thinking of uh, the graphics card. They want to get yeah. involved with the graphic with, with graphics cards, right? Right. But I don't remember them getting involved with Pokemon cards. Nah, I, I, I think that'd be probably a little bit excess to a degree. I mean, maybe, but it's their employees were stealing all of them, weren't they? Or most. Uh, and I amount. think that, and I think that the co- the corporation handle that, and the corporation should fire the employees and make it make an sure. example out of them. Right. Right. I do not you know, think government should step in with that. Off topic, I was also watching a documentary about how like how flawed the ice cream machines are. They don't make them. They like you know the meme like all ice cream machines are are always down. Yeah, there's like a controversy or like conspiracy that like the makers, which isn't McDonald's, purposely make them faulty to charge more for them to come out and fix them. That'd be horrible. Because they, they, they break That'd be down a really so messed up like way of doing business if that were true. Apparently, but like uh, considering how often they're they're broke, well, apparently like there's like some exclusivity contract with McDonald's, and and the weird part is that like McDonald like in the contract apparently they don't know what's inside the machine, so there's McDonald's? no right to repair. Yeah, like they're not allowed to know how it works. The thing does the spinny spins with the coolie cools and serves you the little thing yeah, that you eat. The, the ice cream. That's what you call it. <laughs> call it the little thing. I, I, I mean, I don't. I haven't had McDonald's ice cream in a long time, so I don't think I've ever eaten McDonald's. Ice. Oh, that's a lie. I have the shamrock. I've had the shamrock shake. Never had it. Anyway, what else? That's you got? the only thing I've had from them. What else? Uh, what else do you got? Well, the only other thing that I really have, which kind of kind of surprised me, uh, I don't know if you have visuals up right now or not. Visual, yeah. I mean, I got articles. Yeah, I mean, I, I my articles. Yeah, what's what's going on? So I'll send you this one. I was just intrigued with this. Uh, I, you know, every now and then we go over the sales and stuff like that for like different, oh, I missed different companies. Uh, did you did you have this one open too, or did you see this one as well, or no? No, no, no. I was actually. I'm gonna mention something else about switch sales, but no, this isn't switch sales. This is games, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. There's a game sales, yeah. So, Mario 3D World, Bowser. Huh. Yeah, I was actually really surprised to see uh, near replicant up at number one and FIFA 21 as number two. Well, although it's like a definite week, version. though. But it's a definitive version of the game. Yeah, right. I, I'm not. I mean, that that was a weird cult classic that I never actually got to play. I, I never heard of it thing. until I read this article. I had to look it up. I'm not going to lie. FIFA is always going to be super popular, even though it's a terrible, terrible game. But I feel like sports gamers are just always popular. Well, they are. But the, see, the problem is, this is, and this is a huge problem. So, like, every year, they're ever, 
like FIFA and I'm not sure about MLB, but mostly FIFA and Madden, they get so much flack because nothing's really changed. Like it's better graphics and supposedly better mechanics. Right. But like to me, it's like, okay, but it's a sports game. You can't reinvent a sports game. You know, like you add more players and you make it like not as glitchy, but like take, for example, from Halo 2 to Halo 3, you know, they added a, Grip ball. Uh, grip ball, sure. Um, like bubble shield, like better bubble shield and stuff like that. Like they didn't reinvent it. There were no it, bubble but... shields in Halo 2, so it was just oh, bubble really? shield. Okay. Oh, it's a bubble shield, which I loved. I love bubble shield. Um, they have a lot of stuff from 2 to 3, but like when it comes to sports, you can't fundamentally change the game because then it's not the real sport that's supposed to be reflecting. Right, However, no, it's, it's, it's changed every year. It's updated every year. Right, They're right. really just updating teams and, so- and uh, players and stuff like that and maybe some stats. But the problem, but the the real problem with the sports games is that one, there's less updates, and it's more about gambling. They literally just added an insane amount of loot boxes, and like, because it pretty much made it so online is more of like a, rather than create your own team, you have to get cards to make the team, but then you have to spend money to like gamble away your to get cards. It's a real sick process. Interesting. And then on the Switch, <laughs> it, it's unbelievable. They. It's like FIFA 21 Legacy Edition, and it's like in the description says it's literally just FIFA 2020 with some minor updates. That's horrible. That's yeah, dope. yeah, it, it's horrible. Like, like it got like review wise, it got like two out of tens and stuff like that. It was terrible. How is Cyberpunk still selling well? I was gonna say so. Cyberpunk is number ten and was number nine the week before that. Ring Fit Adventure actually jumped up three, so it was, it was number twelve in the UK, and now it's number nine. I, is there a co-op mode to that? I'd want us to play it on stream. I don't know, but we can try it. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be really fun. Pokemon Sword, not Sword and Shield, just Sword. I, I don't know if it's actually Sword and Shield <laughs> or sword. whatever, but I would have, somehow I would that jumped up from twenty-three to fourteen. Well, I guess those people didn't listen to our podcast because they didn't know <laughs> to avoid that. <laughs> and Bowser's Fury just stayed at number three. Uh, I, that's cool. Animal Crossing's at four now. Was at two. That's understandable. Mario Kart 8, the officially best race- selling racing game of all time. So good for them. Which, again, is bad news, actually, because that means we'll probably not see Mario Kart 9 for some time. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft, which is for everyone, went from six to five. Or five well, to six, hold on. No, wait. See... But it says the publisher's Nintendo. So that implies to me that specifically on Nintendo, Minecraft sold a lot. Yeah, I, that's what I take out of it. I mean, like, first of all, for a game like Minecraft, I feel like if you buy it in one spot, you should be able to play it anywhere. I agree. You know, like, it should be on PC. And I, have it, I have it on PC and, and, and Switch. We could also play that, too. But um, anyway, good for them. Football manager, I don't... Like, do you actually play as a manager? Do you know? Do you know anything about this game? Do you, I don't know. Maybe you just yell at your football players. They have uh, the whole okay. game is you tell them to do things. I'm surprised Monster Hunter dropped from seven to eleven. Yeah, I was gonna say Monster Hunter drop, Smash making me so sad at twenty four, but it went from twenty nine to twenty four. Hades is still on here. It actually went from thirty seven to twenty eight. I think I Breath of the Wild stayed at, or went. Breath of the Wild was just added to the list. Apparently it wasn't even on this list of top 40s last week. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, kind of like Mortal Kombat 11, but I assume that's because of the movie coming out. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I I think it's really interesting to watch uh, to watch the trends and stuff like that, and and take a look at the sales number every now and then. I I actually wish I did this a little bit more often, just to analyze. Free all star. Yeah, I mean, there's a fair amount of Nintendo stuff towards the bottom. Yeah. They so. uh, Little Nightmares Two, Red Redemption Two. Oh, dude, Little Nightmares Two is such a fun game. It's worth it. It's worth every penny. The, did it scare you? Did Did you get there? Little are Nightmares? definitely some freaky parts to that. Like, like creepy pasta. Like creepy pasta. Like I don't want to. I don't want to shower alone pasta. <laughs> shower or, I, or I don't want to close the door if I'm going to go to the bathroom pasta. Oh, I've had I've had those moments, but with more with movie with well, the Grudge. But uh, oh, that, dude, that that movie scarred me till probably my my later twenties, which is right now. Because I is that, that why you, still, is that why you never close the door when you poo? That's the show, guys. And it, <laughs> No, no, that's not why. But uh, that like I'll get random thoughts that movie. I'm just like I'm turning. I'm I, I will I will then turn the TV on and just like fall asleep with the light. I hate when that happens. I hate when like something spooks you, and like your PTSD just kicks in out of nowhere from any kind of like past scary movie. And it's like, yep, I guess it's a lights on, a uh, very loud TV screen kind of night, and like you start to fall asleep, and then your eyes close, and it's like. You spook back up because he thought about it again. You ever watch Paranormal Agent? Paranormal uh, Agent? Not Agent. I've seen Paranormal Activity. No, Paranormal Agent is an anime. You should watch it. It's pretty old right now, by now, but there's only like 11 episodes. That scarred me for life. That really? is the scariest things I've ever watched as a kid. It's like... It, it, the, the, I mean, the premise is basically there's this serial killer with a golden baseball bat just murdering people okay that's it that's the premise and it's just like these horror stories of like these i mean victims more or less it it's it's just it's it's scary and then at the very end it's like the end of the world it's it's really weird horror animes can be really really creepy sometimes because man you can just like animate whatever grotesque thing out of proportion that you want and just add some so much excess gore and flair and just creepiness to it because you spoiler alert you draw everything in there you don't have to you know the like there there are some there are some limitations with with people but right, when you're right. drawing things man yeah but well i mean like when it comes to movies though like i think we finally got to a point in technology where cgi has gotten so good that you can, I mean, it's going to be a lot more work, but you could still, you know, create things that are, that you wouldn't think thought were possible. I agree, but there's just something about it in the, in the, I guess in the atmosphere of anime that like sucks you in a little bit more, at least sucks me in a little bit more. That's fair. Um, I like to put one last note in, uh, I know you don't watch the, the Pokemon anime and I don't necessarily either. However, Ash's team is completely stacked. He's got, if he doesn't win, it's over. He needs to quit. He has Pikachu, like whatever. Dragonite, Gengar, Lucario, Surfetch, which is cool, and Dracovish. Oh, my. he has a Dracovish? Yeah, he has a Dracovish. Dude. It makes no sense. But there like, better be a focus stash on that Gengar, too. <laughs> He's got two fighting types, Lucario and Surfetch. Like, I don't understand it. They got two dragons now, Dragonite and uh, yeah, whatever. I just wanted to mention that. 
Um, so real quick, while you mentioned that, the- there was actually a really funny meme that I saw today that was of Ash holding <laughs> the Alolan trophy. And it said, Ash Ketchum, a 10-year-old boy who took him 22 years to finally to finally win his first cup. Uh, uh, that's what every employer is looking for right now, a 10-year-old with 22 years work experience. Wow, you're right. That was hilarious. I thought I thought it was good. It gave me a chuckle when I was in class today. This was something you have to read, but uh, I, that's the show, guys. What do you what do you got What do you got to say about it? Uh, I think we had a lot of morals talk today. I bet outro was. We have we have a lot of things to disagree about in the outro. Okay, we'll continue. Yeah, so Twitch catches the, the Tengu, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, uh, everything else that is not Twitch catches at the Tengu. And if you want to let us know your opinion, you want to let us know with more higher ground, tweet us at Yeah, tweet us at Tengu and comment on my videos that I put a lot of work into, and then uh, I actually got some views. But anyway, bye guys. <laughs>